Hey guys, Texas Slim here. Merry Christmas, Merry Late Christmas. I am here today in my shop. You guys have seen it. Uh, you know what? This is where I actually got injured. Uh, that's a story on down the road. But what we do is we have a fascinating recording happening today. And I believe you guys can probably see Sean Johnson. She's sitting up there and she's all smiling and being very powerful today as she basically walks this earth in a very powerful way. So this is a perfect basically the best scenario i could have asked for at the beginning of this year nobody knew where we were going we knew we were going to do the beef initiative we had tons of food intelligence and we had a lot of ranchers coming on board uh sean came on board at a certain time where we were getting a lot of attention and she was very professional and what she has brought to the beef initiative has been fascinating uh she has a lot of proof of work uh she's a nutritional expert uh to the likes i've never seen before and what we wanted to do is our collaboration has grown very fast uh the collaboration within the beef initiative the collaboration basically in nutrition is about to be something that i think the lo a lot of people that are in this space are not prepared for and that's what's exciting about it so i'm going to say hello sean how are you doing today i am doing fantastic how are you doing slim well, I'm doing really well because I feel very comfortable today because I know if I get something wrong during this podcast, you're going to be able to correct me because I'm, you know, I'm freewheeling it as I usually do. You keep me somewhat scripted as far as our tunnel vision that we're locking into for this next year. We've, uh, we've been doing some great communications with the ranchers and, you know, I've been really signaling to everybody that the beef initiative is really being led by the great American rancher and we're turning it over to the producers but one thing that is going to allow us to do you and i as a team and as far as you know the focus on nutrition focus on health is that we will in hand in hand be working with the producers as far as letting them do what they do giving them the voice letting the world know that they are leading this nutritional effort which is i always call it the great american health initiative being led by the great american rancher so that is what is exciting to me because this is how it all started it started with regaining health through pure food pure nutrition so you basically bring something to the table that has always been missing i'm kind of a layman when it comes to nutrition but you've been doing this for a very long time so i want to introduce you as somebody that came to the beef initiative a volunteer that stepped up and said i'm ready to lead from the front so kind of give a little quick outline of who you are where you come from and what you see us moving forward with this next year within the beef initiative well, my name's Sean Johnson. I own a health and wellness practice in the Austin area. And, you know, I saw a quote the other day on Twitter and I totally forget the attribution. So forgive me if this is you and, and uh, <laughs> I'm not giving you credit immediately, but it was something along the lines of you can't care about food and not understand or care about food production, right? Food is my tool. It's what I use to help people reclaim their health, food and exercise. And so this collaboration just made sense. I'm very concerned about the future of our food supply. 
I'm, I'm very concerned about how ambiguous the information, the labeling is out there for the average person who's struggling. And we've said this before, and we'll say it again, that's about 88% of the population right now. So that's why I'm here. But why I'm here today is not to talk about me. No. It's to talk about you. It's to talk about the Beef Initiative. It's to talk about where this thing was at the beginning of the year for you, Slim, and for the team, and lead us all the way up to rancher-owned and rancher-operated. Perfect. Now that we got that out of the way, well, you know, sitting here last year, it was it was something that we were doing on the social media. We were we were basically, you know, everything was being led by, you know, the, the awareness like you just talked about, you know, being concerned about food production. That's where it started with me on the multinational level, seeing how corrupt it is, how disjointed it is, how centralized it is, and the lack of control that we as consumer have, the lack of market access. And so at this time last year, I was reflecting very deeply into, you know, my ancestors and where I came from. And I knew in my heart that this country, really the world in general, that they needed to get back to the source of the seed of basically understanding food. And one big part of that was the food production and the best animal on the planet. And you and I have talked about this since the beginning of mankind, really ancient civilizations, we have worshiped the cow. And so that has deep meaning to it, to me, especially, but to a lot of people, if you can open up that portal of understanding, they look at the cow a different way. They start looking at food a different way. They start looking at food production a different way. I knew that we had to create an initiative, but from day one, the beef initiative has always been about getting back to the nutritional strength in which I was raised with and by and giving that credit to my ancestors and the ancestors that came before that because we're losing so much food intelligence i mean yearly now and people do not understand that you cannot compare food now to even 10 years ago and what we have to do is we have to take that step back the beef initiative is that tool to basically lead that understanding and that awareness and there's no better person to lead that than the great american rancher it's always been the case in our history especially me coming from texas texas fed a nation at one point in time Texas strength was first with the cow, then maybe the oil, you know, and then, you know, one of the largest economies in the world. The one thing that was the foundation of Texas as a state, as a country, as a, as a republic, as a lot of people like to, you know, refer to, which it is, was based on the cow. And diving down into that lifestyle is a fascinating journey. So I said, hey, let's, let's, I told everybody last December, I said, this is an international lifestyle that people don't really understand. They kind of get it because you look at us right now as a country, the number one TV show is Yellowstone. 
Well, that's about a rancher trying to save his ranch, and they reflect on history. They have 1883 out there, 1923. They have Yellowstone. They have a sequence of events that got it to the modern-day rancher. That's what we're doing within the Beef Initiative, and we're letting the rancher tell their story. We have first-generational ranchers from Jason Rick all the way into Cole Bolton, his fourth-generational rancher. You have uh, Holy Cow and in Weldon. They're kind of first, but they're leveraged back into the past of Weldon's grandparents as, as far as ranching. You have Justin Trammell. You know, his, his, his whole family came from Wells, England. They were farmers back then. They've always been farmers or ranchers. Every rancher has a story, but the one thing that they do, they steward the land, the cow, and they provide the best nutrition that this world can find at this point in time. And that started with me in Texas, but of course it's all across the nation and it's all across the world. And what we're doing is we're creating that communication structure, that awareness, that understanding, and that market access back into that history, the heritage, and that nutrition that we know is so important right now that we've lost. And you've done that with these these micro summits, and I'd love yeah. for you to talk about some of these micro summits that we've had uh, throughout the past year, and also establishing the the fairly recent Cattleman's Feast. Mm -hmm. I'd love for you to talk a little bit about that as well, and then we'll get to sure. the foundation, which is essential to everything that you're you're talking about here. Yeah, uh, the the micro summits. I think I don't know. It was kind of a dare. I always myself to do things and I kind of laugh under my breath about it and I was, so I was talking to Jason Rick over there in Colorado and you know I like to challenge everybody and it's kind of a cowboy thing you do is like you dare somebody to go and piss on a hot wire fence well I dared Jason to have a little micro summit and so uh what we did we were in a conversation and I said well hell I want to have four of these this next year because you know bitcoin conferences were going big everybody's got this conference that conference I said I want to create an event that is actually a call to action it's based on lifestyle not just go and have a bunch of selfies not to do this but there's a sequence of events that happens during this experience and they're not going to be big but they're going to be destination spots that people have to go out of their way to get to and so at first we scheduled four of them there was one in Kerrville, texas one in crawford colorado out there at jason's place one at white oak pastures with will harris and then, of course, the last one, uh, and we added one at the end of the year, the last one was Luling, the Cattleman's Kill It and Grill It, the Cattleman's Feast. And then, of course, we had, um, you know, we had the Tennessee Micro Summit. And so I dared Jason to have one of these on his place. And he said, well, hell yeah, let's do it. And I said, okay, well, let's get busy. And so I got our team of volunteers, which I love all of our volunteers. They really did a tremendous job this year. They said, you can't do this. And I remember I drove to Dallas and it was probably in January of last year. And I told everybody what we were going to do. I sat in a boardroom in Dallas with a, some volunteers. I was putting a team together. I didn't, it was me. I didn't have anybody. And I said, this is what we're going to do. Well, about two of those people in there are basically still volunteers. Everybody else went away. They didn't think that we could handle it. So I put my head to the grindstone, as which I do, and we started planning micro summits. 
We didn't know what they were going to be going into them, but I know that they needed to be educational and they needed to be a form of shaking each other's hands and having conversation. And so each one of these micro summits has had their own curriculum, their own meaning behind it. It's been demographic, geographical, you know, there's always something special about each one of these. And there's been a few people across the nation that has been to almost every one of these summits. Uh, Jason Rick of Rick Ranches, he made it to every function except the Killing Grill it down in Luling, but he did make it to Tennessee. So he attended four of these and he even hosted one of them. What you found with these micro summits is that you have ranchers and you have consumers that dearly want to know each other, but they can't find each other. We live in a centralized way to where the communication structures are not allowing these people to meet. And so I find that basically these summits, these micro summits was about building relationships and creating these nodes across the country to where basically, you know, we have headquarters in Tennessee now, we have headquarters in uh, Texas, we have headquarters in Colorado, to where we can bring people together and they can kind of be a center point to where people can go into a lifestyle change. We've had doctors that came and spoke, functional medicine doctors, we've had ranchers, of course, we've had people from finance, Bitcoin, uh, homeschooling, you know, from um, crowd health. We've We've had all kinds of different people that have sponsored and came into these events where a lot of times people leave one of these micro summits is what we call it now, their life has changed. They go back home and now they have a different lifestyle that they're going to start pursuing and it starts with the education of the cow basically in the great american rancher and what nutrition is and how it's been stolen from us as a society through our basically our global industrial food complex which is multinational corporations that do not give the great american rancher a voice as he had whenever i was growing up in the history of the state of texas is it fair to say that you spent the year kind of experimenting and innovating mm -hmm. in order to to essentially stumble into this foundation which is now yeah. quite strong that yes. you are handing over to the ranchers yeah I, I i think i put a tweet out a couple of weeks ago and i was sitting at the gym and a lot of times when i'm at the gym is when i tweet because i get the old adrenaline running right and it's kind of a fun time you get some clarity going in your mind and i said man to answer your question i answered it to myself i said this year was about reconnaissance let's get into that form of investigation of intelligence what do you do you have to go perform reconnaissance i was a project manager you have to go do discovery you have to define this year was basically looking at a nation looking at a culture and a society of the people that are hurting that has got a form of destruction that a lot of people don't see right now because they haven't been out through the back roads of this country and so yeah 2022 was discovery reconnaissance surveying the land the people what we're up against you know the amazing thing the amount of food deserts that i found across this country is staggering most people don't know it they don't understand what a food desert is so i had to go do that discovery of where are we how can we move forward in a very powerful way within the beef initiative with that type of intelligence that I performed this year. I don't know how, 
60, 70,000 total miles this year across this nation in my, in my pickup truck. And, you know, the, the, the amount of states, the amount of people, the amount of ranchers, the amount of gates that we opened up this year doing that discovery is going to allow us to open up a thousand more gates this next year. Yeah, you, you talked about, you talk about a lot about that's a lot of abouts I just said right there in that moment. <laughs> Let's drink some water. Um, there you go. <laughs> market access. Mm -hmm. you, you've yeah. uh, popularized the the mantra, shake a rancher's hand. That, that was slim. You see that floating around on the interwebs? That's slim. That's where that came from. And what I've found, Slim, is that there's a lot of folks out there that they're not lazy. They're, you know, productive members of society, they're working hard, they're supporting families, they're raising children. And some of these folks are two hours away yeah. from the nearest ranch. And they're really interested in what we're doing. They understand the value and the importance of, of vetting your food production, but their frustration lied and they're two hours away from a ranch and they're handling all the other aspects that are equally important to being a human a productive human right. so i'm really excited about the fact that moving into 2023 the beef initiative has some really exciting news about these shipping costs i mean you literally slashed them in half yeah yeah that's exciting for the majority of the country well, yeah, for 48 states, and it, you know, it goes back to that market access that you brought up. A lot of people don't really understand what that truly means. Market access is like you and I having zero friction if we want to make a deal with each other, right? Nobody's in the way. Nobody's, you know, saying you can or you can't. It's not a check and balance system. Me and you say, we're going to exchange this. We're going to trade with each other. We've created a market access that is decentralized. Nobody can tell us yes or no. And we're going to say, we're going to do it because I trust you and I respect you. Well, we've lost market access to our pure animal protein in this country. 80% of it is controlled by those multinational corporations. So we have been basically deprived of market access to clean, pure food that we, the family, the hardworking family, want access to. And so working with, especially Justin and Cole, because they both opened up processing centers this year, okay? And what, what, what that means is that now from the soil to the grass, to the cow, to the rancher, through the processing center to your fork, we now have created market access for everybody across this nation. And in the beginning, we didn't have access to these processing centers. We still had access to the best beef, but now we control product design. We control shipping costs because our volumes have gone up. Now we've eliminated so many middlemen that our shipping costs, just like you said, are probably going to be cut in half for a lot of people. Sometimes it'll be a third, but the majority of the United States now will be able to compete with the big dogs that get that subsidized shipping uh, value, like the Amazons, the Butcher Boxes, all those big corporations, well, they, they can hide their shipping costs. We choose to be transparent and say, this is exactly what you're getting. This is why you're paying for it. But now we get to say, we get to go toe to toe with them and we don't hide shipping costs. We, we get to say, this is the best beef on the planet. And you know, you have market access. And the one thing that held that back for a lot of 
people was because the shipping was so expensive. Well, I think what people appreciate about you, Slim, is that you have had this unique opportunity to travel the country, like you just said. And, you know, if if they can't personally shake a rancher's hand, they trust that you've kind of taken the baton and, and yeah. you acted as that soldier and you did the dirty work that they're not capable of doing for whatever reasons. And they can trust that you've vetted those ranchers. Anybody who sells through the, the beef initiative, Slim has shook their hand. He has a personal relationship with them. Yes. He eats dinner with them. You know, he, he knows their family. <laughs> and that's special. It's extremely special for me personally. I can never have asked for the amount of quality people that I've met this year by going out and shaking ranchers' hands, the amount of people that have taken me into their households and to their family units. And I want everybody to know that this is available to every American out there. You can develop these relationships. That is one of the strongest value adds you can give to your family, give to your children, that market access to this lifestyle of relationship building with the people that are live and die to feed you. And, you know, you, you brought up the foundation, and this is what people need to understand. You know, the, the, the great American rancher usually just has one revenue stream. Let's look at Jason Rick, first generational. All he does is sell beef. That's all he has. But from the very beginning, he always told me, I'm an educator first. That's what I love to do. I love to educate. Cole Bolton, same thing. Justin Trammell, same thing. Ann and Weldon Warren. Scott with Sacred Farms. Peter with uh, Mastodon. All of them. You know, I can't list all the ranchers, but those are the ones that are key right now. Every one of them is an educator. Everybody wants to have more empowerment by being that regenerative farmer and rancher. Well, I guess it was, I don't know, once Jason told me that what he was and his passion was the educator part of it, same with Cole, he goes, I don't sell anything, what I do is educate, I knew that we had to create something, we had to create another um, pillar of strength for the rancher, we had to let them be the educators, well how do we do that, we create a foundation that's a nonprofit, right, to where everybody contribute, not like you said before, most people are in the city, they can't go out there and shake a rancher's hand, well, if you can't do it in person, we're going to allow you to do it digitally. We live in a digital world. So what we've done is created the I Am Texas Slim Foundation. What it is, it's a trust foundation that allots grants to the ranchers who want to be educators. And we give them a grant each year, and they receive that grant. They are able to educate. They're able to design a curriculum, an educational platform to where they basically open their gate up. They open up their educational layer that they're, you know, yearning to be able to do. And like with Jason, he's the first recipient of the I Am Texas Slim Foundational Trust Grant. What he's going to do, he's going to open up his gate. He's going to create internships, apprenticeships, and people are going to come to his ranch and he's going to educate. 
Well, those people are either going to want to be a regenerative farmer and ranching, or maybe they just want to have their kids out there and learn what it is to be close to the soil and to the animals. It's up to Jason to make that decision. It's not some institutional academic, you know, apparatus that has gotten us here that says that they are the only educators out there when it comes to food, when it comes to land, when it comes to the animals and the lifestyle itself. You get to go to the ranch. The gates are going to start opening to all these ranches across the United States because they are going to educate in a way that a lot of people don't see coming. It's experiential education. It's hands-on. It's observational science. It's having a relationship with the person that's educating you. You get to create a roadmap. You might say, well, this is not for me, but now I know where I'll always buy my food. It's up to the individual, and it's up to the individual to give to this foundation, and that's what we're going to really be doing. This I'll be harping from the top of the mountaintop all year long about this foundation. This is key to me. This is this is a legacy thing. We're going to create a legacy educational system for this great American rancher, and nobody's going to be able to take it away from us. It's decentralized. It's something that we've done on our own. We don't have to ask for permission, and everybody can give to it. And I believe a lot of more people are going to start funneling in once they see the value of what we're actually proposing, but now what Jason is really moving forward with. We have five ranchers now that want the grant. They are asking, can we be on the list for this grant? We have so many ideas. We have so many things we want to bring people to our ranch and to the understanding of why we do what we do. So it's up to the general public. Public, and that's what you and I will work very hard this year is getting that awareness, you know, spread it, you know, we'll build out locally and broadcast globally. That's what, you know, one of my jobs this year is, you know, that's priority number one for me. Absolutely. I'm really excited about that. I'm also really excited about the transparency. We're going to document the journey. We're really going to showcase and highlight what Jason is doing on his ranch. It's really unprecedented. And, and I, I couldn't be more honored to be a part of this journey. We finalized a lot of the paperwork this past week. So yeah, we did. I'm a yeah, just to say that we, yeah, we have the legal team. We have a fantastic legal shambles law out of uh, Tennessee. We have a longstanding relationship with them. They've helped us. They've worked a little pro bono. They've done their volunteer work. And so we're going to give back to them and let them lead this nonprofit. So you talk about legitimacy, transparency. We've got it all. And one thing that's good about Jason, he, he likes being in front of the camera. So good, good on Jason because he we are we're going to live stream all of you know the progress he'll be able to show people every day you know once a week he's going to do a podcast and say hey these are the updates this is what we're working on and once again you know yellowstone being the number one tv show about a rancher trying to save his ranch well guess what we are the yellowstone now and we will make it that way wait till we get five to ten ranchers that have opened up their gates and opened up media streams of how they're doing it who they're teaching teaching this next generation of children to be ranchers. It's going to be fascinating. Real life Yellowstone. Yep, 100%. So, so Slim, let's talk a little bit about the, it's not really a separation, but we, we kind of have the, we, we've, we're handing the beef initiative off to the ranchers. Right. And then I am Texas Slim has emerged. Mm -hmm. Tell us a little bit about that. And, and the strategy behind that and what, what your intentions are there? Well, it, from the beginning, a lot of, you know, uh, a lot of the, the ranchers 
you know, they're, they're basically generational ranchers. This is something that they live and breathe 24 seven. You know, the way I was raised, you know, that's where I come from for sure. Animal production, land production, everything. But man, I can only take that so far. And, you know, you, you can't have your ego when you're doing this. A lot of times I get accused of having the ego. You know, who, who the hell is going to say I am Texas Slim all the time? Well, they don't get what we're meaning here. And that's going to be fun about moving forward. But I knew that we had to give in from day one. I said, we're going to give a great American rancher a voice again. We're going to give him a voice that he's never had. You know, from a digital voice to an in-person voice to a voice of product, voice of education. And for me to sit up here and say, I call all the shots, that's irresponsible. And so what we do is we have a collection, we have a foundation of ranchers that want and are a part of this. They are leading. They pioneered into that. They took that chance on me. So we're taking a chance on them. And we're going to give over the curriculum, the content. How do they want to see themselves portrayed in the public's eye? So they get to have a say-so. They get to be producers, directors. They get to be content producers. They get to be basically anything that they come up with. We will be putting our resources as far as the beef initiative to let that rancher have the voice from that mountaintop that he or she wants to put themselves on that's what's going to be so exciting about this because by doing that every rancher that i've talked about that has come through the beef initiative we have over 110 now producers in the beef initiative platform every one of them now have access to have that voice and to help run the beef initiative it will be a collective collaboration basically that is being driven by their daily life and what they see as pain points but also um you know uh basically production models as far as protocols of how they steward the land how they steward the beef there's no competition within the beef initiative and the producers that come in know this all we ask is authenticity transparency and believe in what you're doing we're not going to judge you on all these separate protocols that you get caught up with in the beef industry we're going to uncover the vastness of the beef industry the level of beef intelligence that the american producer and rancher is now going to be able to bring to the general public i couldn't do that alone we've got to let them do it collectively to where they know it's not a competition but we're all in this together because we have everything that we need at our fingertips tips in the united states right now and by leading with the american rancher we get to show the world that basically what you and i are going to be working on is i call it the great american health initiative should always be ran by the great american rancher producer and that's what we're going to bring that clarity to the subconscious and the conscious of the american public and I think it's extremely important to hand the reins over to those producers and say, get busy because, you know, they work their ass off. So let's get them, let's get them to work. Right. Yeah. And, and let's give them the love, the love and the support that they need to be the experts that they are. Let's defer sure. to the, to the experts. These guys are the subject and, and gals are the subject matter experts. Yeah. And, yeah. and that's what I've, I've told everybody because, you know, we deal in Bitcoin, which is sound money. Uh, love it. The path of Bitcoin is going to be fascinating. But I always go up to everybody. So don't talk Bitcoin to these people. That's rude. What you got to do is go up and shake their hands and say, would you educate me? Would you tell me why you do it, how you do it, and what is the reason behind the, the, the hows and the whys and everything? 
tell me everything, educate me first. If you allow a rancher to educate you on why they do what they do and how they do it, you are granting some of the most valuable food intelligence on the planet. That's what people are going to start figuring out, especially if it comes through the beef initiative, especially if they're part of the beef initiative. We're bringing integrity back to food. We're bringing truth in food, and we're going to make sure that people will not basically consume anymore unless they understand the truth of the food in their consumption model. And, you know, I, I talk about that all the time, your consumption model. Well, we're going to change people's consumption model from audio, video to food, and it's going to be led with truth in each one of those. And you have a rancher out there trying to deceive the general public, well, they get find, found out pretty fast. They don't last because they can't you have to have truth in food when you're a rancher that's what's so beautiful about this yeah and i'm i'm also you know as a health professional i'm looking forward to uh, some of the product lines which we won't get into the details about that we'll just sort of plant that seed now we've got some I want to. <laughs> exciting exciting uh new new products coming out through the beef initiative and the sky's the limit and uh, this theme is, it's all about health this year. It's all about health. It's about reclaiming your health, reclaiming that consumption model. And uh, I couldn't be more excited. Well, it, I, I've been waiting and chomping as, uh, on the bit, you know, as is one of our phrases that we use, chomping on that bit so hard that it's hard. It was in the beginning last year, nobody, sometimes they don't see what I see, which I give people, you know, a little leeway. But, you know, when people understand, look at us as a nation, 88% of us is metabolically compromised, as you said earlier. Look what's going on here. We're living in the shadows of a food deception that is killing us, okay? Except that that's happening, folks. And what we do is we don't have to reinvent the wheel here. All we have to do is leverage the tools that we have. Well, one of those tools has always been there. We just haven't given them credit respect and we've actually we're now allowing them to be destroyed the great american health initiative will be led by the great american rancher and it's as simple as that it's not complicated it's so simple it's complicated to most people when you shake a rancher's hand you actually are improving your health in ways that you do not see yet and that's where we have to develop that trust and that pipeline portal of understanding with the consumer saying, quit, lose all that crappy nutritional advice that you get on the influencers giving you from all the way to, you know, the veganism, the vegetarianism, the carnivores, all this crap that people get caught up in. Lose all the bullshit, man. What you have to do, let's get back to the source of the seed of how we got here. Pure animal protein. Start there. You will engineer your nutrition based on your personal education and guidance from people like you and me. Amen. Hell yeah. I can't wait. I can't wait. Well, I can't um, wait to unleash everybody, unleash you on to everybody. I mean, you, 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 no, you, I came in pretty good, but a lot of times I felt like a freaking LARPer talking to you. It's like, okay, I don't know shit about nutrition, and I thought I did. And that's what people need to kind of come to terms with that we get trapped in the social media, you know, algorithm of nutrition and, you know, you know, the carnivore movement, all that. It's not talking crap against any of that, but it goes well 
way much deeper than that. And that's what you and I are going to bring. I want to, I want to zoom out for a second. This is my, my intention and my goal for, for us as a community moving forward is, you know, we talk about it all the time, but let's, let's commit to it this year. We're going to live in the solution. Yeah. This, this isn't about defining, I mean, how, how much longer do we need to define the problem? The problem's the problem. It's there. We're aware. Now, how do we begin moving forward? That's what this thing is all about. That's what it's always been all about. So if you guys have any questions or you're struggling or you're suffering and, and you feel kind of dumb for asking that question, as long as you're not harping on a problem and you're interested in getting the help you need in moving forward, submit it through our yeah. Substack. You can send an email to me, sean at beefinitiative.com. You can PM me on Twitter if you're following me on Twitter. We're here to help. And that's kind of the goal. We want to we want to create momentum. We've already done that this past year. So let's pour some fuel on that fire and really show this world what we're made of, what we stand for, and what we're all about. Uh, and it's a good, it, and thank you for saying that because you know, I get everyday DMs, emails, all that stuff. And people, you know, I've been doing this for three years. You've been doing this forever, you know, a, a long time you've been doing this. And what you, people don't understand from my viewpoint, people are really kind of, you know, they're motivated to help out, you know, as far as maybe the social media aspect or awareness. So it's amazing how much of the problem I get sent to me at all times, you know, from the war on beef to, you know, MRNA vaccinations for cows <laughs> to, you know, all the fear porn that basically is not healthy for most of the people out there. They don't realize that. The more that you become that marketing arm of the fear porn is the more that you're going to get trapped in a form of uh, that is not a solution. You're staying stagnant in that basically propaganda the deception so i ask people i tell everybody at these events i say quit validating the deceptions act like they don't exist people do you not realize you don't have enough time in the damn day to live in the solution you're already running to stand still so lose all the fear porn lose all of what's the problem here we know there's a problem and we're going to be the solution that's what the invitation to everybody become the solution we it's a cliche right become the movie become the solution whatever you need to frame it as we'll do it and we have now the proof of work we have the market access we have the product we have the beef intelligence we have every touch point that we had to build this year as we were reconnaissance as we were surveying as we were doing the discovery we have now defined we are in full production mode and like you said we got some new products and services coming your way i've had some fascinating talks with some ranchers and you want to talk about being able to uh design product now when it comes around the cow well we have market access decentralized market access we're going to be bringing a lot of different beef products and services basically to the general public and i didn't think it was going to happen this fast but we're here and so that's what i've been doing the last 10 days you and i haven't even talked that much but what i've been doing out there on purpose I know <laughs> it's a, it was a good time because it allowed me to really look at, you know, 
Uh, I, I'm, I'm going to tease a little bit, okay? I'm going to do a little okay. tease here. Okay, I'm having, I'm gonna have, I was having this uh, uh, talk with this rancher, and people figure out who it is. But anyways, he, and I said, hey, let's talk about product design. So we're talking about, you know, the branding of, you know, I am Texas Slim, Texas Slim Cuts, Texas Slim Beef, whatever. But one of those is coming. But the rancher said, hey, you know what? I got a good idea. Why don't we have uh, a box called the Sean Box? And I said, really? Oh okay. Well, no, listen to the rancher's uh, philosophy behind it. The rancher's philosophy, well, because you have a purpose. Your dialogue, your purpose, and your mission in life is based on nutrition. Well, that rancher sees that, and that rancher actually, number one priority for him, nutrition. It's one of the first things he ever told me was about nutrition. So he saw you. He knows who you are. He goes, let's give Sean a face. Let's give Sean's customers maybe. She's a life coach. Let's give them access to that nutrition in the way that she would like it to happen. Not the rancher, not the centralized you know, planning of cost effectiveness of sending an 18-pound box with these types of cuts. Da-da-da-da-da. No, what's trending? No, what is it that Sean would like to have? Have her name on a box so she can send to the people and have her people actually have market access to that beef that's where we're going with our beef products so well that sounds interesting and i'd love to sit down and talk to this rancher and i'd love a name to go with, <laughs> with the uh mysterious rancher well, but we weren't fighting that's not why we're not talking you know i think it's really important to get still and, and oh hell uh, yes to step outside of the noise and reconnect to purpose. Yes, I am very purpose driven and I'm very highly focused and I protect my focus at all costs. It, it's 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 one of our biggest superpowers if, if we're willing to harness it. And that's what we're here to do going into this year. And I mean it, if you guys are struggling with something, reach out. Obviously, certain issues are, are highly individualized, but there are some things that can be generalized. And I look forward to sitting down with you, Slim, and, and creating content around, yeah. around some of these pain points that we're seeing more and more frequently. And then, well, and that, and then products come out of that. You of know, course. I'm a big believer in creating products to, I'm an entrepreneur at heart. I'm a health nut and an entrepreneur at heart. I've been an entrepreneur since I was a little girl, since before I should have been an entrepreneur. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, the job of what I deem an ethical entrepreneur, and I think that's a really important thing to say, ethical entrepreneur, is to solve a problem. Not to create a problem and then solve it, but to solve a real problem. And so based on what you're struggling with, we have this interesting opportunity to create those solutions in real time as they're coming in. You tell us what you need and we will provide that solution to end that unnecessary suffering in your life. There's obviously some suffering in our lives that we need to endure. It's important. It helps us grow. But then there's that gnarly type of suffering that, that's just nothing but toxic poison. And, and we have the opportunity to, to begin eliminating a lot of the suffering. And there's a lot of unnecessary, suffer unnecessary suffering going on in the world today. 
Well, and here I see it more than most people, right? I mean, we're front and center every day. That is our consciousness is, is our, seeing that pain and suffering and seeing, you know, the basically the the analysis paralysis that gets stuck into that suffering that people they can't punch their way out of that wet paper bag because they're too tied down they're they're mentally handcuffed and you know what you said you know i was kind of making fun that we haven't talked yeah sometimes you need to take that pause and the reason that we do that at this time of the year is it is a reflection is it time for reflection let's get geared up for about what we're about to to do let's get refocused let's look and survey the land let's let's let everybody understand that there is a new horizon right now and that's how i did it this this is what i've been doing as far as my mental mapping and everything i'm out i'm out in west texas right now looking out on a new horizon i'm on a horse out there that nobody's ever seen before they have not i have a vision that nobody else has to i have to take a step back i need to get rid of all the noise all the friction that has been created this year because it was a fast and furious year i mean it just flew by and what i have to do is get re-centered and that's what you're talking about and you're very good at that you you are a mental warrior you're very strategic and you whenever you say you're going to do something you do it and that's what's going to be fun working with you because you know that I'm going to do the same and I believe people were going to follow kind of taking that lead and they're going to get creative with your imaginations everybody put yourself up on that horizon with me we have a new vision that a lot of people don't see just yet well, we're going to all lead into this together and we're going to go conquer something that has not been conquered yet we are creating a new beef industry within a beef industry we are creating a whole new nutrition understanding in a in a basically a world and a global world of propaganda when it comes to what nutrition is and so there's so many different aspects that each of us as individuals need to get ready to basically pioneer into this year but it takes that reflection and it takes that quiet moment it takes that sacred promise to yourself saying i'm going to do this and i want everybody to say look at yourself in the mirror and say i believe in the beef initiative i believe what their intent is i'm going to lead with integrity authenticity trust in a new form of value that i don't have in my life right now it's right there it's a new lifestyle i talk about it all the time it's here so yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna let you close this out slim but before i do what I want to say is, you know, let's all commit to to heading into 2023 when everybody around you is talking about how bad the economy is and how awful this is. And can you believe what this politician's doing? Let's commit to thriving. No matter what. Let's take chaos and use it to make us stronger because it's a choice. And I choose to thrive. Whatever life throws my way, watch out. I'm going to use it. I'm going to use it to my benefit. And I hope each and every one of you decide to do that going into 2023. Cheers. I got some water here. <laughs> Not champagne. That's tomorrow night. Uh, there you and go. Cheers to you, my friend. I, I cannot wait. I've said it multiple times in this discussion alone but i mean it i can't wait we are going to do 
amazing things going into this this new year well and i can't i mean going back to the beginning of this recording in december of 2021 i could not have hoped or to wished for somebody to come up side by side and to lead this not only with you of course but uh, every rancher producer that we have every volunteer that has really sacrificed a lot this year i mean so much gratitude and thanks for everybody that helped us do all these micro summits there's way too many people to think but the amount of people that are contributing to the beef initiative and the amount of people that are going to come flooding in is going to be overwhelmingly kick ass and so you know much thanks and gratitude towards all of that um you know the type of relationships that you build within the beef initiative i can i've you know i've lived a fantastic life i've met some fascinating people but i can honestly say this last year has been the best year of relationship building that i ever have and i'm pretty good at building relationships and i can pretty much you know hone in on quality and value of a relationship this year has been fascinating so but on that we got to say hey we're podcasting 2.0 right and we are decentralized we're about sound money sound health sound communications for a sound future you know definitely sound pure beef that comes from the beef initiative but we people stream us sats on uh, podcasting 2.0 which is the fountain app you need to download the fountain app and i wanted to read this one to you okay this one's fantastic Texas Slim, and he's talking about a podcast that we just did with Cole and Jason. He said, this was probably the best episode of your podcast so far. As a consumer, this episode cleared some questions I had. However, there are many unanswered questions that we, the beef consumer, at all income levels need to know, not only about nutrient starvation, but also about the value, quality, and affordability to the week-to-week -week paycheck types. I would love to have you on my podcast and perhaps point me to the ranchers, producers who can explain, answer to these issues. Great podcasts. And that is from also known as TWS. So right there, that just goes to show you that people are wanting to have a contribution. But they're also wanting more information. So that's the type of collaboration that we need from everybody here watching this podcast. This is interactive. We're doing this together. This is open source and it's based on value for value. That's what podcasting 2.0 is about. Somebody streaming you sat, somebody giving back, just like everybody that was the founding members of the foundation for Jason's grant there in Tennessee. You know, look at the look at the ranchers Ann and Weldon Warren. They gave a I think they auctioned off over three to four hundred dollars worth of beef. I mean, look at what they, they gave back to Jason, his foundation, and, you know, somebody bought their beef, that money goes into Jason's ranch now, so he can be an educator. Well, everybody's starting to do this. I mean, this podcasting with the Fountain app, here's another one. Uh, Merry Christmas Slim from Gene Everett. He's always given. He gave 250,000 sats. We have another 33,000 from Gene Everett. We have uh, Matthew, 1,000 sats. We have uh, TW Cattle, as always. I I think that's uh texas cattle dude right there but uh he 500 sats here's another one this is a good one excited to be a member of tbi looking forward to a future of originally sourced 
TBI meat boxes for local consumers and shaking the hands of families we work so hard to provide them with the highest quality of foods. Keep fighting the good fight. God bless. TBI has me excited for the future of American meats. Boom, right there. Just everybody's out there. That was from Agrarian Contrarian. I like that name. name. So, Jim. Uh, it's perfect. And then we have Jim, Jim Seifert. Boost, move the sats around. These come in daily. People are giving back. That's what we're trying to get everybody to understand. It's a lifestyle of giving back. You do not receive unless you give first, people. Jason Rick of Rick Ranches, the first ever rancher to have a grant allotted in his name under the Ion Texas Slim nonprofit trust foundation go to the website beefinitiative.com beefinitiative.com forward slash donation that's where you can donate to jason this first year it's going to be fascinating to watch him basically steward his land steward his cattle steward his education now that he has the backing of the american people you guys want some product we'll bring in some product big announcements coming next week as far as all the new beef that we're bringing um there's going to be a good story next week that we unfold one thing you're going to get to hear next week is our journey to australia we build out locally we broadcast globally got my tickets to australia we're leaving on the 5th of february when we come home nobody knows but what we're going to do is the australian folks the australian beef initiative is now its own entity in australia they've already got two major summits planned got a third micro summit plan probably have two to three more and they're going to take beef initiative up and down whoever comes as, as far as the team members of the beef initiative and we're going to go do micro summits in australia and we're going to bring all that information back to you guys here in the states so there's a lot that's about to unfold it's going to be a busy year so everybody go out there and have a fantastic safe new years and remember this is a this is international lifestyle it starts with you and you have probably the best team that i could have ever have hoped for as far as the great american ranchers that have come into and pioneered with the beef initiative and people like you sean and all of our volunteers that help with the production and the facilitation of all of our content so much love to everybody sean you ready to do this shit? <laughs> I've been ready. I was born ready. Let's go. Well, let's be let's waiting go for do it. this. <laughs> I am Texas Slim. Are you? <laughs>